Cool. So I should uh, preface this episode by saying that we have a very special guest today. Someone who I've been regarding as the second generation Feldfoot, the new and improved uh, version of the family. And that is my sister, Jody. How's it going, Jody? Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Martin. Hello, uh, everyone. Jason, Andrew, Martin. Good to be here and uh, everyone listening in. Yeah, so I'm I'm Jody Feld, the younger sister of Martin, and I'm very happy to be here today. It's taken a while for me to get here, but very excited to uh, to chat. We've had to put up with Martin for forty some odd episodes just to get to this point in our in our podcasting career. So I think we've pretty much plateaued at this point. I would say. <laughs> so we're pretty much now we're at the point where we have the field we actually wanted. Right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Don't don't be careful what you wish for because I may have a bit of a felled foot as well oh, no. actually. So um there's there's two felled may. feet coming down. <laughs> oh no. Jason, this isn't going according to plan already. Uh I'm okay with it, honestly. I think it's okay. I've got my red pen, so I think it's it should be fine. <laughs> now I thought I might transition as to why we have Jodie here. Of course, she's here to answer any questions that you have about me, which is not my intention. It wasn't an ego trip, but, you know, she can uncover the dirt. (laughs) But there's the world of finance, right? I'm not much of a financial guy. We know that Andrew likes to keep his spreadsheets, budget things. It's a very sensible, pragmatic approach. And even though it's not for me, I respect it. Jodie, on the other hand, is an interesting case because back when I was working in Sydney and I was commuting... I stumbled across some budgeting apps and that was my first foray into it. And I very quickly discovered how much I hated it. But before I discovered that, I got Jody onto it. Now, Andrew, Jody is someone who respects the financial app. And I thought we could have a special edition of App Corner, which investigates this particular area, which we've often neglected because it's your area of fandom. And it's terribly boring. Don't forget that. Well, Jody's going to spice things up today, I hope. (laughs) So you, you, I have a number of apps to talk about. Actually. You found a category of apps that you absolutely hated and said, "Hey, here you go." That, that was your that was your handoff. I like I like that. That's nice. It's a good thing to do to your to your sibling. Yeah, exactly. You want apps? We got apps. It's hemispheric apps. So Jody, I mean, is that a fair background or context for everyone? How do you want to get into this? Just a bit of further context, yeah. So I think it was back in 2016, Martin and I were both uh, working in Sydney and commuting together, which was a fun time in our lives. I had just started my first full-time job. And I think Martin and I had always been good at, you know, sensible spenders and managing our money. But uh, he got me onto this app called Spendy, which I believe he mentioned in a previous podcast that I had received a notification from the app congratulating me on my five-year spendiversary, which was a very exciting moment um, for me. And I think Martin's interaction with that was he opened it, I think looked at it, and then deleted it, I think is how that went. I think that was his <laughs> review. So That was after one of my three or four attempted reinstalls to mm. get back into it. So that's pretty accurate, but not okay. the first time. Okay. Mm. Well, I think Martin, <laughs> he gave it a red hot go, but he got sick of doing the manual entering of yeah. each transaction, which I can understand. But there is automation. You can connect it to your bank if, if you like to do that. I've personally actually stuck by manually entering everything. I much prefer it. For five years? For five years wow. now, Yes. And it's been incredibly handy. And again, you know, Jason Martin, you might find this boring, but um, Mm -hmm. they have a lot of nice colored graphs and they show you the growth over time and your different accounts and everything like that. And obviously there's lots of financial management apps out there. um, But the thing that got me with Spendy was obviously Martin sort of got me onto it first. They had a uh, 50% off 
lifetime premium, uh, which was only $60 or something to have all the features of the app. And I just uh, committed to it and I just love it. It's, I, I, I live off it and I don't understand people who <laughs> don't keep record of their finances and budgeting. It's, mm. it's been so helpful to me in my life. I hope that, uh, I hope that $60 lifetime is more ironclad than the guarantees that <laughs> YNAB made to their potential customers about future discounts. But anyway, how, how I did digress. I <laughs> Wow. Spendy. Okay. So wait, first of all, you said you could tie banks to it. I thought you guys weren't allowed to do that there. Is, am, am, have I been lied to by Andrew that that, that, it, that is a thing you can do? I don't know what, what information Andrew is um, referring to specifically. I, I, I haven't connected my bank. I, I didn't like oh. uh, that function, hence why I still mentally, uh, sorry, um, manually enter everything. Oh. But but what is that, Andrew, that, um, that you're mentioning? It's interesting. You said Spendy can connect to the banks. That's a step that YNAB doesn't even offer in Australia. So, because mm. I'm, I'm obviously a YNAB guy, for better or worse at the moment. Worse. <laughs> they offer it in the US. They've just launched it in the European Union, but nothing in Australia. Oh, okay. Which is annoying. There are some third-party applications that promise to connect to your bank and then they'll connect to YNAB and act as an intermediary. <laughs> just something I'm not totally comfortable doing. No. Um, I'll do that for you as well, if you'd like. <laughs> So, all so, your so, but but like Jody, there's something to be said for manual entry because it, it's so easy to spend money these days with everything's a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. You're either using your phone, your watch, an actual bit of plastic. You're never taking dollars out and going, there you go, money no. flying away. Mm-hmm. So it's it disassociates you from the act of spending money. So by putting it in, taking those few seconds to punch it in, that's the little pain point and the reminder of, oh, look, money is actually leaving. Hmm. True. I think it encourages me to spend less as well. It's like, oh, fewer transactions to pop into the app. (laughs) And I think, you know, when you have been budgeting and looking at your finances for, you know, five years for me or however long it's been for you, Andrew, you get an idea of what you're spending monthly or weekly or however long. You can see where the money is going personally. It's been really helpful for me. I mean, last year I I bought myself a, an apartment in Sydney and going through the whole loan process, mm. I didn't really, you know, the guy was like, oh, you're a, you're a dream uh, person to, to, to give a loan to because you've got five years right here. You know, don't even need to look at, at all your statements and everything. So, um you know, and it's, and it's been a really good way of managing that and having particular financial goals and going, okay, I'll hit that. So um, much to, to Martin's sort of surprise, I think I've, I've really sort of got into that and each year setting, you know, a number of financial goals, tracking everything, watching my super and everything like that, which again, Martin won't take a look at. So yeah, but I think it's, it's quite interesting because Martin kind of made a bit of a, a money monster out of me all those years ago by introducing me to Spendy. And I think that's that's not the only app I'd like to talk about today because my, my interest in this has broadened and I think that Jason has a question. I have so. a question. You said watching your super. Can you can, can you I, elaborate on that for the oh, for the listeners, please? Can I please make one little translation just because I've always wanted to say this in like, mm. okay, let me try it. Um, think about your... Roth IRA or your 401k. Mm, right. I think about those oh, daily. Boys just wanted to say that. <laughs> mm. Is that a traditional or a Roth? I was okay. waiting for the 401k. So a super is is related to that, I take it. Jody? 
Yeah, yeah. I've only heard of the 401k in, in America, but okay. yeah, your superannuation, um, you know, your employer or whoever putting money away uh, for your retirement. Hmm. I will ask HR about my super uh, next week and see what they have to say about that. <laughs> okay, continue. I just, I like to be the one to help facilitate the translations amongst the uh, the group. I love superannuation. I know you love superannuation. Sure. That is like, that's, never that's a legitimate it. t-shirt he would wear every single day. <laughs> that's the next product we're selling. Not, not even way. not even saying any brand affiliations or which super funds Andrew might like or be with, right? Andrew, am I right in saying that every time superannuation ads come up like from little things, big things grow, you get a little whoo, a little flutter in your chest or something or people talk, <laughs> yes, and Andrew Jody's doing the little hand movement. We're going to have to do this in, in the show notes. Compare the pair. Same age, same income, same super contributions. What the f*** happened? You love it, don't you? I'm, I'm this far up the escalator, my friend, and I'm just looking back down. <laughs> what is the hands? What is that? It's the logo, right? It's like these uh, It's like these lines that they never really intersect. They kind of form a shape with holes in it, but they use the hands as like this way of linking to the logo at the end, like you're cradling and fostering your super and its growth. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you know one of the most interesting things about superannuation is it's sort of, it's viewed as a commercial investment product, right? You're investing, money is being invested in corporate entities. You're right. Yeah. I swear, Ironically, you sound like you're trying to sell me this right now. It's one of the most interesting things that most people don't know about a super. The best performing super funds are actually those which are member-based, not those which are corporate in their own rights. So ironically, the corporate entities that try to invest in corporate entities don't do as as well as those entities that are member-based, not-for-profit, distributing most of their all the money back to members who are investing in corporate entities, delivering mm. the best returns. Industry super funds, disliked by the current government. Mm. Mm. Okay. I was going to say, are we promising this as like a benefit to listeners now that they also get financial advice through the podcast? Because that's like a one prime plus thing. I think one I prime plus does offer both 401k and uh, and the option for a super, depending on where you're located. So that will be in the fine print. We could mm-hmm. offer a hemispheric views SMSF. We, I think we do already. If you look at uh, subclause three. It's in there. Ah, oh, okay, cool. That that would explain all that extra Patreon revenue just pouring into our accounts. We're meant to be investing that. Yeah, yeah, you should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Moving to software, though, I was actually thrilled when she accepted the app recommendation originally because normally I'm the guy going, oh, you should try this app or have you ever thought about writing in this or something? And I just get kind of like eye rolls uh. constantly. But this one, oh, it just went off the charts. And you've got more apps now. How many times has he tried to make you use IA Writer? I don't know if he A, hasn't asked me about that one specifically, or I just wasn't really listening to the name of it. Probably the latter. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, he's tried to recommend lots of things to me. Sorry, (laughs) Do you write in Markdown? I don't really write in anything. Um, (laughs) So hence why writing apps are not really required for (laughs) me. Um, He's tried to get me, you know, to do a blog and all different kinds of things, which I see the value in, but... Ain't nobody got time for that, personally. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. But. It's, a, it's another T-shirt. I love it. We've got so <laughs> many things today. Catchphrases, mm-hmm. yeah. No, so, yeah, Martin's tried to recommend many uh, apps to me. Uh, doesn't take any recommendations that I give him no, uh, in not. any that facet out. of life. Tip, typical foot. It's all, it's all output. Nothing's coming in. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get on to more of that later. Yeah. Um, but to, <laughs> to wrap up the finance section of this chat, so so the, the Spendy app really ignited this uh, financial passion in me. That then extended to I started listening to a few podcasts. Um, there's the ABC Pineapple is it the Pineapple Project, I think, a while ago. There's also the She's on the Money uh, podcast that I listened to a little bit as well. And that then got me into a few other apps. So, Andrew, I don't know um, if you use any of these apps or, or know too many of them, but I first started with Raise, a micro-investing app, which I think in the US is known as Acorns, or oh, there's a, okay. another version. Yep. Yep, I know that one. Yeah, so I started using that last year um, and then switched over to another app called Spaceship this year. Um, but basically just a way for people to invest small amounts of money um, in different sort of portfolios and um, ETFs and managed funds. And I'm throwing all the, the all the lingo out there. Do I really understand all of it? Who knows? Andrew looks happy. Doesn't Exchange matter. traded funds. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, at this exactly. point, you're, you're just making uh, my research for the notes awesome. So keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also, so... I've really tried to get Martin into, I get that he doesn't want to do the, you know, budgeting apps and sort of tracking all of that, but I've really tried to get the family into any of these micro-investment apps such as Spaceship Hmm. because it's basically just like another savings account, Hmm. but with potentially higher gains. And also there are referrals. Um, So if you sign up and I've referred you, then you get like five bucks and things like that. And I've just really tried to get the family into it and they're just not doing it. Her referral code will be in the uh, show notes. I love a referral code. He does. He really does. I'll give you my referral code. That's in the show notes. Anyone is welcome to it. Mm -hmm. Yep. He really does. Although I will say that I'm not qualified to to give financial advice, so please don't do your own research. I've learned that from the podcast that I've listened to. I was going to say, that seems that like disclaimer. exactly what they say at like the very end of all these commercials, so that's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But definitely, um, you know, look into it. And speaking of super, Andrew, um, Spaceship also has their own super um, product Man, as well. So many supers. Love it. Yeah, yeah. So many, so many options. Mm. It's really cool, yeah. I hope we're not going to talk about um, crypto right now, though. No, I haven't. I have not dabbled and, and don't plan on it. I just wrote a blog post the other day expressing my... Praising it? <laughs> Pretty comprehensive one, I saw. Well, I got, I got fired up. I couldn't sleep one night. I'd been to that conference and there was too much crypto talk and my bullshitometer was going crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll have to read that. Please uh, direct me to wherever. That'll be in the show notes. Jason will sort that out. On it. Wonderful. Jody's been... Really the second gen Feld foot, as I've said, because she has better coordination, mm-hmm. more musical talent. She's yes. way more attractive than I am for a start. So it's, it's kind of like everything was enhanced yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Is that fair, Jody? Mm. Um, look, I think you're selling yourself a bit short there. Yeah. Um, Very good. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a few, uh, you know, elements that I am the improved version, but I think, you know, intellectually you're, you're superior to me and I'll always be striving for that. I don't um, know about it's, that. It's been a been a bit of a sore point throughout my life actually i may have uh, completed my year 12 um assignment on basically living in a sibling shadow <clears throat> and the effects of birth order and sibling rivalry so um, well, if that gives you an insight into my childhood well look how big uh, the foot is how do you get out of a shadow that big it's huge exactly it's impossible that's been my life jason i'm seeing the shadow over here that's how big it is okay <laughs> everybody thinks it's just because i'm on the other side no it's it's actually sunny out i just have no sun because of his shadow so that's what's happening there mm-hmm. well we we like you 
So as much as Martin may, you know, try to push you down, um, we're, we're here for you. <laughs> Just to preface, Martin is a fantastic older brother um, and, you know, one of my best friends. Um, so oh, I don't want to be too, too uh, mean to him, you know. Yeah, bl- wink, wink. <laughs> check the blinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's a good guy. He just, you know, likes likes things his way. So, um, you know. Martin, can you can you just occasionally unlock that room that you've locked it, your sister into? <laughs> Let her out. <laughs> um, I want to touch on the music thing real quick. Wrap back around. Uh, you play instruments. Martin, I don't think does, but he's very into music. He's like a music freak. He uses an iPod in 2021 so did that start for you as a kid playing instruments and he just was like eh or did you do this later because that seems like you would have both done that as siblings no yeah yeah so let's let's get into the uh the childhood uh hobbies Mm. of martin and jody Mm. and and do a bit of a comparison Mm. because i think it's it's quite interesting yeah paint me a picture yeah so Martin, I believe, he, he sort of did drama and things like that. Um, I also did that. So, you know, we, we shared that interest, um, theatre performing. At, at a young age, Martin was gifted a trumpet uh, from our aunt who, who plays the trumpet and he dabbled in that, but it never really took off. But then at age nine, I started taking guitar lessons uh, because a friend of mine's dad uh, did guitar lessons and I thought it would be cool. And then I started playing drums age 12 as well after a few years of begging. And I don't know how old you were, Martin, but you actually also started taking guitar lessons and played. I did for some. A bit. Yeah, that was during high school. Yep. Yep. And I'm sorry, Martin, but I have to be honest, I think music was the thing that I pursued because I was like, oh wow, I have this over Martin. Sucked Absolutely. in. This is my thing. Um so of course. that's why you I kind of pursued that. it. Mm. Yep. And I do. Um <laughs> but yes. <yeah, so laughs> But I was Martin makes jokes about me being the more coordinated um, Feld uh, sibling as well because I played true. soccer for many years, skated and surfed and did all these other things, which were you know probably more typically associated with male dominant activities. Whereas Martin was you know at family events telling tragic romances and doing soliloquies and and the like. So and he still does to this day. Even worse, I played tennis and golf as a child and did not end up wealthy. Oh, you had every opportunity. Should have been using that finance app. Telling you. That's it. There you go. Yeah, if you did golf and tennis and it still didn't happen, this is not, that was not for you. Don't worry, there's lots of money in podcasting. It's huge. You should see my Spendy app. It's got all the details of all the the income. Um, But yeah, uh, Jody was always more coordinated than I was, still is. And yeah, I think it's fair to say that I was very forceful about my music and listening and musical taste, but Jody actually transformed it into creation. And even still, I think at family events, we talk a lot about music and where things are heading. And I generally get annoyed about Spotify for a good 10, 15 minutes and then try to move on and have something to eat and shut up. That sounds like you. True. And so Jody, yeah. who's your favorite artist or band or singer? Mm. Oh, oh man. that's that's really too too difficult to answer. 
Martin did very much influence my um, musical tastes growing up and also just family and what we were listening to. So I grew up listening to a lot of Coldplay and Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age and things and, and Powderfinger and, and Silverchair and other things uh, like that that um, Martin was listening to. And then he kind of went off into his more atmospheric, interesting Sigur Ross sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Good, Martin. So... Yep. You just got Andrew approval. <laughs> Thank you. I like a bit of uh, ethereal post-rock from Iceland. Anyway. He does, yeah. I think my sort of tastes and things like that have, have definitely broadened and, and working in, in music, you are introduced to a lot of different genres and artists and things like that. So I think it's far too difficult to, to pinpoint any particular artists um, that, that are my favourite at this stage. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get you off that fence, Jody. Have you got your phone with you right now? I do. Okay. Can you open wait, your wait, music? Hold on, what, what phone is your it? Your music can app we, of choice. Can we, get a, can we get a phone? It's a it's product red. an 11 product red. Okay. iPhone right. 11. Can you open your music app of choice? I can. Can you go to your recently played... List. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and tell us, what's the, what's the last uh, song that you listened to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is going to be bad. Where is my recently played? It was Dare to Dream by John Farnham and Livy Newton John from the Sydney 2000 Olympics, wasn't it? <laughs> that would be so. I've, I've found okay. my recently played. Right. Uh-huh. It's actually an album that I recommended to Martin yesterday, an Australian artist called Nick Murphy, who just released a new album called Taking the Roses. He's also known as Chet Faker. Uh, oh, so I've heard that name. There you go. That's my recently played. Okay, so wait, that was the one you showed Martin. What's the one just prior to that that you were listening to by yourself? That's what we really want to know. <laughs> by myself was uh, the song Lenny by Stevie Ray Vaughan, which um, I was learning on guitar. Okay. Or have been for some time. So there you go. And then before that <clears throat> was a song from The Incredibles, the movie, because sure. I saw it on an Instagram meme and I thought the music was great and wanted to go and listen to it. Mm, wow. Kronos Unveiled is the song. So there you go. Speaking of And TikTok. then before that, sorry, I'm going to have to jump in here because She's I'm going to. She's felled footing. She's felled footing. I'm felled footing. I'm felled footing and I'm doing this because right before that in my recently played is one of another strong interest and passion of mine that Martin has not taken on and he's, um, you know, going to be like, oh, here we go again. She's talking about it. But Mm. right before that in my recently played is a playlist of songs from the show Better Call Saul that I compiled. Um, Mm. So the spin-off series of Breaking Bad that I've been desperately trying to get Martin to watch um, Mm. and he has not that got to the point where earlier this year, Martin recommended that I watch Schmigadoon, which he knew that I was, would enjoy. Yeah, the old Skadoogle. Love a bit of Schmigadoon. Don't we all? But I got to the point where I was so frustrated by Martin not watching Better Call Saul that I said I would not watch Schmigadoon until he watched Better Call Saul. And, of course, I just caved and watched it. Who won? You did. Cutting off your nose to spite your face, that one. Are you allowed to watch the the Saul one before you watch uh, Breaking Bad? Is that not like a sequel? I, having watched both, I watched Breaking Bad first. I would say watching Breaking Bad first is probably a better payoff because mm. all the Easter eggs and stuff in Better Call Saul will make more sense. But having said that, you, you could watch to. Better Call Saul first. Yeah, okay. it's, it's its own standalone show. And having said that, you could watch Better Call Saul first and then if you went to watch Breaking Bad, it would have the opposite effect of, oh, now everything is tying together. Mm. So, you know, Got it. you could go either I way. I struggle with Saul. I watched 
Like I, I watched all of Breaking Bad and loved it. And I watched the first season of Saul and I could just never get into a rhythm with it. I just couldn't. Mm. I enjoyed it in the moment, but I never was desperate to watch the next one. And so I've got, yeah. I've just never gotten around to watching the subsequent seasons, even though everybody says it's really good. And I know I would like it in the moment, but it just doesn't bubble up enough. Yeah, it's a very different show. It's not as action-packed and it's much more, um, for lack of a better word, slow burner. It's more about the character development. But I would say, honestly, controversial opinion, I think Better Call Saul is like maybe even better than Breaking Bad um, if you if you stick with it. Um, she has said that call. to me before and I accept yeah. it. And I haven't watched it, not out of protest, but because Natasha never actually finished watching Breaking Bad. So to invest in a long series with... He did find yeah. the time to rewatch Battlestar Galactica by himself, might I add. <laughs> so, you know. Priorities. That was imperative. Exactly. That was imperative. Yeah. 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 Well, I've but seen anyway. neither, so I will trust your judgment. You want apps? We got apps. It's hemispheric apps. I want to circle back to App Corner. App Round Rack. How many times do we have to reinsert your theme, Andrew? Your little. Jeez, that's going to be a lot. Hemispheric apps. Who's, who's editing? <laughs> Oh, Martin, Martin will fix this. Oh, all right up. Because um, you said you came in with a couple of apps. I don't want to leave you like lost on those. So you said you had, mm-hmm. I think it should be called Savy, not Spendy, but you've got Spendy. That's a fair point. Okay. So what's next on the uh, the app? Are we going to workshop some names for these apps too? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Send a note to the developers. Yeah. yeah so started with Spendy. Then I mentioned Rays and Spaceship. So they are two apps that I have used. I'm not using Rays anymore, but I am using Spaceship. So that's a, an app Spaceship. that I... What? Spaceship Voyager. I think I think it's Spaceship Voyager is the why, full title, I think, Why actually. is that the name of an app that has to do with finance anything? That's because you're <laughs> taking off to planet money? With, like, <laughs> Probably. Is the backing track for the Spaceship Voyager ad done by Mr. Alex Canyon by any chance? Oh, should be. that yeah. would be a good uh, product placement or what is that where they? Mm. Yeah. Okay. That would be. Yeah. We'll note that down for Alex. I think, um, I think they've just gone with the space theme. Like I guess the, hmm. you know, exponential growth and, you hmm. know, shooting off into other. Ooh, exponential you know, growth. Um, There's another, another term. There it is. <laughs> do we do year over year growth yet? Has that come up? I can't remember if we talked about that yet. Everybody loves a good Y-O-Y. E-O-F-Y. We got the EOFY. Everyone knows about that now. Yoffy. Happy Yoffy. <laughs> I did listen to that this morning. <laughs> Sorry, Jody. You're uh, still trying to talk about your other yeah, apps, weren't you? <laughs> I know. I just keep ruining everything that you're doing. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, so Spaceship, they have the different sort of investment portfolios and one, the original one is called the Origin Portfolio and then they have another one called Universe, which is basically um, they're investing in companies that, they see, you know, being the future. So it's got all that kind of theme running. And then they've got the Earth portfolio, which is a more sustainably minded portfolio for sustainable investing. That's the NFT one. Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I was just going with you there. So they're the main sort of apps that I, I wanted to mention. But then the last one is also an app called get reminded, which I'm sure there are different versions of, of this sort of idea out there, but it's basically just an app where you can put in all your bills for the year and it gives you sort of a countdown reminder of when they're going to be due and how much in total you'll be spending in bills. And it gives you a breakdown of all the categories such as, you know, car insurance, 
electricity, internet, subscriptions, et cetera, et cetera. So I only actually started using that one this year because after five years of, of tracking all my uh, spending and then, you know, having a mortgage, I realized, okay, my spending's going to change. I've got bills now that I didn't have before and I need to keep track of them. I just wanted one place that that could all sort of be. So that's also a really good app that I would uh, recommend to people. And it's got different breakdowns. It's got the breakdown of, you know, counting down how many days till your bill is due and then the breakdown of expenditure as well. Please tell me that you use some kind of application to track tasks from day to day. Please tell me. I don't actually. Damn it. Um, <laughs> really hoping so, that we could drive another one into Martin on that. But yeah. <laughs> it was a so long shot, I, but I had to try. Yeah, there are only certain aspects of my life that I do like to track that much. So I do use the reminders app just on, on the iPhone um, to just set reminders of general things. I have a specific work one as well. But yeah, this kind of very specific tracking has only really taken off in the financial, personal mm. finance part of my life. The rest of your um, life, you're just like, whatever, it's going to happen. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, What's going know. on tomorrow? I mean, I use a calendar and things like that, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of funny. um, And I don't know if Martin has any comments about this, but I think... um, He does. uh, (laughs) He has a comment for everything, really. (laughs) But I think people in my life have found it interesting how on top of things I am at work and with personal finance and stuff, but then in other areas, I'll just forget to do things. However, having said this, and I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, so feel free to edit it out if you would like to, Martin. But Martin forgot to pay his... He forgot to register his car uh, one year. Man. And, um, Terrible. So that's where things like this Get Reminded app comes in handy. And the insurance. And the insurance. There you go. I wasn't going to give too much away. Um, but, yeah, there you Sorry, go. Sorry, this is where my comment comes in. The funny thing is that I completely forgot and then I managed to get in, right, and renew the whole thing. And Service New South Wales said, you know what, Martin, for being such a responsible driver, we've given you a discount. <laughs> Come on. It's true. I'm a responsible driver, but I was forgetful at that particular point of my life. So I was rewarded for my tardy renewal. Mm -hmm. I'm similar to Martin in the sense that if I didn't have that app, like too many life admin things going on, uh, can't think about it, don't want to think about it, Mm. you know. So The the biggest concern for me day to day is have I had my afternoon fruit and nuts? That's the big thing. Are there any questions you may have about martin that you'd like oh, me to answer hello. there are there are many, family or anything like that there are many many questions about what goes on over there in his world but i feel like i've 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 hit the line of how much i can just kind of crap all over martin in this episode i just feel like there's been a very heavy amount of shoveling toward the little box that he's in on my screen <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to bow out gracefully and say thank you for the info you did give. We may back channel a little bit behind his back with you later, mm, but he doesn't mm. need to know that. I think Andrew has more. Thank you, Jason. I'm, I I think well, he's the Australian between the two of us, him and me, so he would be glad to just, you know, yeah, shovel a, so on I, some I more. I do have a question. It's, it's going back in time a little bit. Mm-hmm. So how, what's the age gap between the two of you? Whoa, docs. Whoa, Four that's years. a lot of personal Four information. Year, 4 years. OPSEC. Yes. Okay. Okay. When Martin was younger, was he super possessive of his toys? Would he let you mm. ever touch, play, look at his toys? No. Or was he like, Mm-mm. hands off, they're mine, 
go away annoying system. I have them color-coded in alphabetical order. Don't mess it up. See? They're mint in box. <laughs> mint in box. That was me. I had so many toys that were still in the pa- I love the packaging more than the toy. But go ahead. Now, see, Jason, you've said you don't want to answer... Uh, sorry, ask any more questions because you, you feel like mm. enough you know, has been heaped on Martin, but I'm actually here to dispel any myths as well oh. um, about Martin. Mm. And I would like to say that Martin was a, a very generous and kind brother. He, I shared all, he shared all his toys with me. Um, is, she, is, she and reading, I was, is she reading off a script? I can't say. It looks a little bit again. like she's reading off eyes. a script. Slow yeah. blink. Is that, that's a call for help. Okay. Sorry, go continue <laughs> <And> reading. <laughs> I've not been coached into this, um, but... I also was quite the tomboy growing up, so Martin would have a lot of trains, cars, things like that, and he would share all of them with me. There's also footage of a, you know, um, Christmas when we were young. I think I was about two and Martin was about six, and he got some Star Wars toys, and I'm sitting there going, Star Wars! And then we're, you know, shooting each other with these... That's fantastic. ...laser guns and things like that. So, And I always really looked up to Martin as well, so all his sort of interests I was sort of into. And, yeah, so, no, he was he was very kind and generous. He wasn't super possessive of things. Okay. Yeah. Follow, so follow, I'm, I'm sorry if that's no, not the answer no, you wanted. Fine. It is the answer. That's fine. But I have a follow-up. Mm. Who set mm. the rules of games? Hmm. <laughs> Okay, hmm. I think you'll enjoy you'll enjoy this story. Um, growing up, we had we had an Xbox and then an Xbox 360. I don't know if you've spoken about this before, Martin. Uh, but Martin liked to play games like Halo and Splinter Cell and things like that. And I oh, and going even further back, we also used to play Wolfenstein. I think you may have mentioned this, Martin. Hmm. Um, and there were a few games that Martin enjoyed playing, and I just sat there and watched him play. And to me, it was like watching a movie. And, you know, I used to click the space bar for him or do <laughs> things like that um, to open doors. But I really enjoyed it. Um, so I wouldn't say that was necessarily rule setting because Martin did offer and say, do you want to play as well? And sometimes I would, but, you know, he was typically better at the sort of shoot 'em up games. So having said that, when it came to rules, I and pote- I, I would say I'm more competitive than Martin and more of a sore loser as well, actually. Mm. So I I kind of also set some rules uh, back in the day. So you're the one flipping well. the Monopoly board. That's you. 100% yeah. have done that before. Yes. Yep. And she loves Monopoly. She would crush a particular friend in high school who she invited over pretty much just to destroy with Monopoly. And might I add as well, it's been a bit of a funny recurring story with um, our aunt, uh, I'll name her Francine, that yes, I like things my way, but she would often laugh that when Jodie was a kid, they were, they were downstairs in the rumpus room and uh, Jodie would turn to her and say, we're playing, we're playing soccer or basketball. It's your choice. But pick basketball or I will hurt you. <laughs> it's one of those. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I gave her the choice. Hey, that's, you know, that's I don't fair. see what's it's wrong with all, that. The answer is always basketball. This may seem a bit random or out of the blue, but Andrew, in terms of things that you've added recently uh, manually to your budgeting and your transactional history, was one of the items that you added recently a packet of state daddios? I saw those and I haven't bought them but I was mightily impressed by it. A what? Andrew, do you want to explain to Jason since you're actually from the state? Okay, so our Premier, Premier of the state, Mark McGowan, has an extraordinarily high popularity rating. And he sort of 
people in the state really appreciate the hard line he took in terms of closing our borders because WA, probably one of the few places in the world, only place in the world maybe, has basically been COVID-free for 18 months. There's not been any community transmission. There's been just nothing, but people can walk around safely. And so he's held in very high regard and he became, he sort of became memified and he became sort of the state daddy, right? Because he, he looked after <laughs> that all. Sounds, that sounds terrible. He looked I after mean. all his citizens, you know? So he was, he was our giant daddy that looked after Mm-mm. us all. Politician, right? No one should be called a state daddy. <laughs> Doesn't often happen to a politician, this kind of high regard. One guy actually got a tattoo of Mark McGowan on his leg or something. A giant <laughs> portrait of Mark McGowan. Mm. Um, but more recently, there's a, a local artist created a box of cereal, like a cereal box, graphic designed, and called them State Daddios. And it had a caricature <sighs> of Mark McGowan on the front with his bowl of cereal and a big spoon in his hand and given the big thumbs up at the same time. I'm a little bit disappointed because I thought Martin said steak daddios, and I was thinking it was going to be some kind of meat pie special edition thing. But that's next in their merchandising plan for the government. Yeah. If you buy, mm. if you buy a limited edition box of steak daddios, you, it it is actually Fruit Loops. Wait, these are actually oh. for sale? They didn't just do like a yes, mock-up? it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, you can get them. It's a thing. I've not heard of this either, Jason. So I'm I'm right here with you. So I just want to point out. You closed the borders, good job. No COVID cases, good job. But you've all gone collectively insane within those borders during this time. Is that fair to say? Yes? Okay. Fair to say. State daddios. I mean, just now that you brought it up, let's all do a quick top five cereals while we're here. Um, we've got time. Fruit Loop, for me, is pretty ac- pretty high up there, actually. I, I do let, do let me you have Fruit Loops? Up. This is, I'm talking junk cereal here, right? So yeah, this yeah. is like top five junk cereals. Nothing that provides any nutritional value. In your world, it would be the half to one star on your five star food scale, right? Or zero stars, which one of the things you sent me was zero stars. So that was- that Three Andrew thumbs, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so Fruit Loop is pretty high, I would say. I'm not a big fan of chocolate cereal. I'll eat it sometimes, mm. but I think- you really can't go wrong and have as your number one a cinnamon toast crunch. Is that a Pop-Tart? You don't even have cinnamon toast crunch. Damn it. No, sorry. Son of a This doesn't <laughs> I like, work at all. I like cinnamon, so I, I'm with you. I feel it's like, a winner for me. I feel like that'd be good. Sounds good. Oh, man. It. See, for me, the top, the top junk cereal is actually one that doesn't, outlie, doesn't outright lie about its health benefits, but kind of presents itself that it could be a healthy alternative, and that is the Kellogg's Crunchy Nut, mm. right? Wow, the they Kellogg's put the Crunchy nut in nut. there like, oh, nuts are good for yeah. you. Yeah, It's, it's, it's essentially bruise. like a cornflake that has been enhanced with more sugar and honey and flavouring, yeah. right? So you go, oh, this is kind of like an enhanced, you know, mm. culinary cornflake, but it's really just a sugar fest. And yeah. they also have some ridiculous ads. And so it's even got to the point where when I go and visit Natasha's family, if I ever say the word delicious, uh, my father-in-law, he always says, tall Jan's malicious because there was a crunchy nut ad where <laughs> someone was saying the crunchy nut was delicious. But over the cubicle wall in the office setting where the ad took place, there was a woman who was known as tall Jan because her name was Jan and she was tall. And she misheard them saying, do you just say tall Jan's malicious? And then a fight ensues. 
Wow. That's my memory. There's another wow. thing for the show notes. That is, thank you, YouTube, in advance for someone putting that on there. Because, damn. Making a Tall note. Jan's malicious. Tall Jan. Got it. Okay. Jody, favorite cereal? Cereal wasn't a huge thing in our household, Martin. Um, we did no, dabble wasn't. in the Cocoa Pops, so I, I grew up loving Cocoa Pops. But just recently, actually, uh, when I moved out because I'm very lazy with food preparation, I got on the cereal train and I discovered this cereal called Cheeky Monkey. Cheeky Monkeys or something <laughs> I, like that. I just saw this. Which, I'm scrolling through Woolworths right now and, and it's here in front. Of, is, are you thinking Messy Monkeys? Messy Monkeys. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> There you go. Um, and the only reason I got it was because Messy the packaging monkeys. is just really cute. It's really nice. It works. It, it, there's, a, there's a chocolate crunch flavor. It's a nice sort of pastel blue with a nice little messy monkey on yep. there. And it's actually made of legumes. So it's actually like, you know, the health star rating is actually pretty high. So I would say that doesn't qualify for this discussion. But as well as the messy monkeys, I've also really gotten back into Milo cereal which is not healthy. Mm. Um, and there's also the Milo Duo cereal, which is like there are some chocolatey ones and some vanilla ones, and I'm quite into that. Cadbury Top Deck is a cereal. So you're not, you're not, this is not a, a self DIY cereal. This is, a, there's actually a Milo cereal, like prepackaged. It's very ready sharp, yes. sharp yes. cereal. It cuts the roof of your mouth if you're not careful. Mm. That's how you know it's good. And after you've had that, you can enjoy your Milo ice cream. Ooh, wow, mm. yeah, that's good. Jody, I've got good news for you. If you head down to Woolworths right now, they've got Messy Monkeys on special. Mm-hmm. You're mm. two, only $2.40 for a box. That's cheap. Wow. Save $1.60. That's why I was living off by, it. It's practically yeah. half price. Brought to you by the fresh food people. Wow. You like, mm-hmm. pretty much don't even have to log that in Spendy. It's so cheap. It's a source really. of protein. I, mean, I would still have to. Hidden yeah. goodness. To equal, but. And 4.5 health star rating. Oh, my oh, goodness. Bull. Not cereal a, at all. A messy monkey is a 4.5. Yeah. I can attest to this. I've tried it after Jody's recommendation. Oh, wait. Martin took a recommendation. Fascinating. Oh. What was the reverse? Actually, it might have been I'll Natasha. Know, I'm stuffing up this down. whole story. It is delicious and it is healthy. The milk on hmm. this box Thank is you. so... It looks more like coconut cream. It's so white mm. and thick looking. Jody, have you ever put half and half on your cereal? <gasps> I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> this whole thing is... <laughs> 